Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Grey's Academy, your favorite Grey's Anatomy podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your hosts, Carmen, and it is a beautiful night for a podcast. And it's also a beautiful night for homemade chocolate chip cookies. And it's a beautiful night for Izzy drinks in the flavor of apple. Sweet, sweet, delicious apple. It's also a beautiful night for some hot goss. We were just doing some hot gossiping. Yeah, man, that was talking about hot, stanky gossip. Am I right? (laughs) Talking about oh, good friends stuff. Nope. Mm-mm. Talking about people. <laughs> Just doing talking about things. Family. Oh yeah, making we were fun of our, making fun of our kids. That too. Talking about dead people. You know the whole the, the honestly the full the full the infinity full gauntlet worth of worth of gossip. Um, Let me just say, since we watched Private Practice last week, I have just been like, just going through Private Practice, and now I'm like, um, well into season four. You've already passed me. I well, yeah, Ooh. you haven't been allowed to watch anything past last week. Oh yeah, that's right. That was enough work in itself. My goodness. Oh my god. Well, before before we get into everything here, I have a couple of things that I need to share. Number one, follow us at Grey's Academy Pod on Instagram. Email us at Grey's Academy Pod at gmail.com. Follow me at Carmen.Gabriel.Official. Follow Kelsey at Catically Kelsey. Make sure to hit that like five star submit button, review us, subscribe, do all the things that help us because we love that. Join our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Gray's Academy Pod. And I've got a couple shout outs, but first I want to I want to tell you, you've watched Dino Ranch, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So in in Dino Ranch, you know the name of that one sociopath girl? Clara. Remember the Clara one the negative comment we have on Apple? <laughs> oh no. It's Clara. What if that is Clara Tinhorn? Clara Tinhorn gave us a negative. It's not even a negative. She gave us three stars. I but know, like, that's my favorite part about that. It's like she still <laughs> gave us like a decent review. Oh man, Clara, we want to like you and your your dinosaur writing, but you just you mess with the those dang tin the Cassidy's horns. those dang tin horns. Uh, also, I've spent. A little bit of time today reaching out finally to all the people who have followed me over the last like week and a half. I've been so busy. I'm so sorry. But I reached out to you and I said, hello, tell me about the podcast. Uh, I want to pronounce our friend Lois, not Lois. She's from the UK, so it's more elegant. She sent me a voice message. Uh, It's Lois, not Lois. Uh, And then also I would... Literally have to end my life, uh, or my life would be ended for me if I did not shout out a couple of the jokes that Renee has sent me. She has sent me so many jokes. They're so good. And Renee, you are not being obnoxious. These make me laugh. Uh, All right. Let's see. Here's one that I have. I'm reading this for the first time, so I don't know if it's good or not. I was walking past a farm, and a sign said, duck eggs. I thought, that's an unnecessary comma. And then it hit me. Nice. <laughs> that one's good. 
I tried to climb a really tall tower in France, but I fell off. <sighs> what is the worst insult you can say to a ghost? Boo, you Get a whore. life. Oh, <laughs> get a life. That's a good one. Uh, Renee, these are good. These are really good. Also, for sure, uh, do the red. Blue hair. Red hair. Do Blue it. Blue hair. All right. That's all I got for today. You got any shout outs? Yeah. We have a new Patreon friend. Oh, fuck. Marie, thank you so much. Oh, wait. Marie. Marie, the baguettes. Hurry up. Okay. I am uh, the I've worst been person. <laughs> Me? No, I am because I went to open my email to do another shout out because we had someone send us a very kind email on February and, 6th and today is and, February 13th and I didn't respond because I'm the worst. And I remember opening it and reading it and I had Michael and Watson and both kids and we were all downstairs and I was like doing breakfast because it was early in the morning. And I remember going, Michael, we just got the sweetest email from a fan of the podcast. And, and you didn't even I respond. Didn't respond. Alicia, I'm so sorry. I feel awful. I'm going to respond so as soon as we're done recording. I'm the worst. Alicia, Alicia, it's okay. We love you. Also, happy Valentine's Day, motherfuckers. And Galentine's to those who celebrate. Also, happy Super Bowl after the Super Bowl weekend. And man, was I stressed. Happy Taylor Swift game day. Mm, I was rooting was for the 49ers. But I, why? Because of the story. Because Brock Purdy, the last person drafted, Mr. Irrelevant, having a chance to start and win a Super Bowl is fucking dope. Also, okay. have you seen all the people trying to con like the memes going around of like friends convince Taylor to break up with Travis after manic episode on the sideline of the Super Bowl? And I'm like, he's Don't a fucking football player. Even get me started about that. First of all, every single one of those football players probably has impulse control issues because they've been hit in the head so many fucking times. They probably got double digit concussions, every single one of them. But we're not ready to talk about that. Second of all, yeah. I... No, I'm going to sound like a Travis Kelsey apologist and I do love him. But as soon as that happened, I said to Michael, I was like, that is a bad look. Like that looks really bad. Once the video came out, I have watched that video like 20 times. This is my take on what happened. And then we'll probably talk about Grey's Anatomy in another like 15 minutes, but maybe okay. so <laughs> there's still a lot of Super Bowl content to get through. He gets pulled. He's mad because he didn't want to be pulled whatever um he is yelling at andy reed the coach that he wants to keep playing andy reed is coaching the super bowl so does not hear him so he continues to yell and approaches andy to to get the attention whilst also yelling because he approaches with great speed and minimal attention i guess he bumps into andy and so when he knocks Andy, he grabs his arm to like not knock him all the way over. But it looks like, again, this is, I wasn't there obviously. And I'm neither of these people. This is my take on this as someone who has watched it many, many times to be like, that's not a good look. It looks like 
he grabs him because he knocked him and he's like, oh, well, I didn't mean him. Well, I like, push you over. So <laughs> and then in the post game interview, Andy Richter, Andy Richter, Andy Richter, <laughs> Andy Reed said <laughs> that he had caught not knocked him off his balance. So I think that's that's really my take on what happened. Now, is it good to screw at people when you don't get what you want? No. Have I yelled at people for lesser <laughs> infractions in much less tense scenarios? Yes. So I'm not going to stand here and be like, every man who's ever yelled at someone is abusive. Because that would be hypocritical and also factually incorrect. But I I've yelled at a lot of people else. and I've never hit anyone. It's true. You know, it's a yeah, I'm not going to like say it's OK to like be violent with people. But I just don't think that he was. Anyways, that's my take on it as someone who has, again, watched yeah. it many, many times. And yeah, I yeah, it's whatever. I think that there's like you don't do that to your coach, but also he barely reacted. He was like, I'm not even going to give you the fucking time of day, kids. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and then apparently he went and apologized so afterwards. much. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, Andy said he was like, he apologized to me like immediately after that happened. Also, <clears throat> they have Travis Kelsey has only ever played for that team, which means he's worked with Andy Reed for like eight years, his entire career. Um, and I do think that different coaches and different players have individual and different relationships. And I think, that yeah, if Andy Reid thought that was out of line, he would fucking punish him for it. Like I, Andy Reid has been coaching football for a long time. Like he knows how to handle players, and if he feels like he needs to do something about it, I am sure he will. Yeah. And if Taylor feels like she needs to break up with him, I'm sure she will. But they're all adults. Right. Yep. With their own lives. We can and all also- judge, but we can also all try and remember. Hmm. I'm also a human who's probably raised my voice when I wasn't playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And unless you've been in the fucking Super Bowl, just shut up. Yeah, it's fine. We all do need to take a minute in the NFL who are fucking convicted murderers. Okay, so let's just there are bigger problems in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Before we move on away from the Taylor Swift game, we should also acknowledge that it was also partly the Blake Lively game. And my gosh, was she her hair amazing. game. She looks so good. And man, I love Blake Lively. I <sighs> I know you do. Mm. Also, you know who else? I there's a there's a new woman who's been stealing my heart lately. Is it Ice Spice? <laughs> no. Who is it? Uh Sydney Sweeney. And I usually don't like the blondes, and she's really doing it for me. Blake Lively is blonde. <laughs> well, I love her. Yeah, but like Catherine I didn't Heigl put is blonde. I mean, like I'm talking. No, she she could knock off Alexandra Daddario. Interesting, isn't she like twenty? No. Let me, let me get on the Google box. I don't think so. I hope Carmen, not. you're old. Shut up. <laughs> Scarlett asked me how old I was today and I said 33 and she goes wow that's big and I was like thanks <laughs> not old though she said big I know I was thought she was gonna say old oh she's 26 I was wrong I really so she she's in my that. range she's in my half my age plus seven range <laughs> all right tell me what Alicia said about the show um she said that she is a mom of two under two 
and she found oh, okay, us. Okay, hold on, hold on. I <laughs> two under two. I like said two hundred two, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Sorry, I have a touch of congestion. I have that fun congestion <laughs> where it's too too far back to blow out of my yeah. nose and too high up to spit out of my mouth. No, nope, that sucks. It's the worst. Uh, so Alicia's get, like, a mother of syringe. two hundred under two. Mm-hmm. All right. She found two. it on. She found our podcast when she was on maternity leave with her second baby, and she said it's been part of my daily self care routine to listen to you and analyze the episodes and have Carmen predict wild things that are mostly untrue. My girl, my girl, my people. She spelled mostly one hundred percent accurate all the time incorrectly. I think. Um. So. Yeah, she's talking about she just recently listened to the uh, the season five finale and she said she also vividly remembers watching George and all of that. And she says she's going to be sad when she's caught up in real time because then she won't have so much to binge. Just start and over. We, and then she talks some spoilies and she just at the end of it, she says, thank you for starting this podcast. It brings so much joy to me on my busy life with two under two. It's so kind. And I feel like dookie for not responding but i also feel like she'll understand because i also have two children who you are have insane two under people f- two under four two under five because scarlet is four mm, yeah yeah baby, but, baby, baby. yeah two Anyways, five. they're they're crazy people well then let's uh guys it's the end it's the uh the, the ceremonial 13 minute and 43 second mark, which means we're going to jump right into it without, you know, too much banter or talking or further ado. Yeah. I don't even have my notes pulled up. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> this is the 12th episode of the sixth season. It is the 114th episode overall. Mm. It is called I Like You So Much Better When You're Naked. And that is a song it sure enough is and when uh when kelsey came on to record tonight we i was listening to this song uh it is a uh, released it is a bop it's um uh, it's by the norwegian musician ida maria and it's from 2008 the single uh, it was, oh, sorry. It was released in the United States on May 26, 2009, but it was released in the UK in 2008. So Ida Maria, gotta tell ya, you, you surprised me. The song started off really weak and it, it got boppy really quick. So here's how it did in the charts though. It hit as high as number 55 in Australia. 40 in Europe, 34 in Ireland, 19 in, in Norway, where, where she's from, uh, 20 in Scotland, 13 in the UK, and number 30 in the US alternative billboards. So pretty darn cool. Uh, I I uh, always love when, when we have these songs and like it's – there's a lot that haven't charted, but there's also a lot that have. And when I listened to this song, I was like, mm, the song is kind of like just not great. And then it was starting to get better and better and better. And I was like, yo, okay, hold on, hold on. I think the, I think the song is going to have some chart information. So anyways, moral of the story is it has been added to my iTunes playlist. And this song 
is going to get a four out of five on the Carmen scale. It is a uh, resident out of five. And with that, Kelsey, I turn it back to you, my dear friend. I had this song on a CD in high school. We had like a CD of songs we had heard either on Grey's or because of Grey's. And this this was on there. I like it. It is a bit of a bibbity bop. There, uh, there was a back when you know Bear Share and LimeWire were a thing, Good and you times. had to make your own. You'd make your own. You Infect computers to have entertainment. Yeah, you had to. The cost. The cost of a CD was internet aids for your computer, and it's it's one of those things where I still to this day, my buddy Ryan and I, he moved out to to California, but we would go driving to Chicago after we'd like we'd go to we'd go to one of each other's houses we'd go hang out and then we'd drive downtown to chicago at like 10 o'clock at night on a school night go to chinatown get smoothies and chinese food and just stay at the restaurant until like two three in the morning sometimes and we'd just drive back have a curfew i I, we i mean my parents were divorced so uh, (laughs) <laughs> plenty of people with divorced parents who still had rules no rules no rules for <laughs> no this rules. guy so anyways we would we would drive out to chinatown and i had the cd where it was mm-hmm. like 80s songs like i'm talking like duran duran white snake poison and then there was like mm, poison is the vibe poison is the vibe and then there was like two Beatles songs like randomly in the midst of all this. And we would always know where we were at on our drive home based on when the Beatles song popped up. We're like, Oh, we're halfway home. Here's the Beatles song. (laughs) So every rose has its thorns. You know, that's my, that's my go-to karaoke song. It's a good one. You want to know why it's my go-to karaoke song? Because you can be weird about it. Well, yes, but number one, I slay the guitar solos with air guitar skills, both of them. Second, it's just high enough to let people know that I can sing, but just low enough to where if to I've been drinking good. and yelling all night and I start to blow out my vocal cords, I can still rock it. You've yelled before? Yeah. I'm going to tell Jessica to break up with you. It's okay. I've, I, haven't, I haven't beaten anyone today. Today. Thank you for being honest. I keep almost bringing up things that have happened in private practice, but you haven't watched it yet, so I cannot. But like, you can bring up things that have happened in our lives. Okay. Um, Grey's Anatomy. This episode was directed by Donna Dietch, Dietch, and written by Tony Phelan and Joan Rader. It aired January 21st, 2010 to 12.7 million views. And the Netflix synopsis is after learning of Richard's drinking problem, Derek confronts him. Izzy returns, hoping to reconcile with Alex. I'm glad I didn't read the Netflix synopsis because when (laughs) Meredith said Izzy's coming back, I was like, whoa, Izzy's coming back. (laughs) Yeah. And they just really started off the episode that way. It was a good it was a good first couple of minutes on this this episode and yeah. hmm, podcast burp. Uh it they kind of comes in quick too because you've got you've got Derek and Meredith fighting. You've got mm-hmm. 
Meredith finding out about Alex and Lexi. Um, Christina and Teddy. Christina and Teddy. Yep. And then uh, is this when Bailey's doing like a no Mm -hmm. later? She's got she's got her surgery before the cold open is done. Yeah. For the title card. I mean, it starts with the with Bailey's surgery. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. (sighs) And Arizona's like, Callie, I need to fuck you right now. So it's a lot like these doctors are so horny all the time. How I love it down jobs is beyond me. I need to work at that hospital. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to school right now to work at Seattle Grace or do not have time to go to medical school. What's the name of the hospital? Seattle Grace Mercy West. Seattle Grace Mercy West. (laughs) Sacred Heart. So, yeah, it was a lot happening in the cold open for sure. Um, so there's Bailey is doing the fancy chemo surgery. Everyone's watching Callie and, and Christina, Callie in Arizona, Teddy and Christina, Meredith and Derek, Izzy, Lexi, Alex, all before the title card. So a lot. Yeah. Um, God, I don't even know. Let's just start with. Can I, can we actually just start with this? I mean, I don't know what, what topic you want to go to, but when I, when I saw Bailey doing the, 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 the chemo lavage, the hot chemo mm-hmm. lavage, Shonda has really just programmed me that everything is going to go wrong all the time. Always. Yeah. And when she's shaking the guy, I'm like, this dude's <laughs> going to fucking explode. This, this guy is going to Dylan all over all of us. And this is how Bailey dies. And even in other TV shows, I'll be watching. We watch it. We're rewatching uh, White Collar, and I'm like, I don't remember anything from this show. I've only watched it once or t- once, and I'm like, this is it. This is some someone's gonna die. This person's gonna die. <laughs> Shonda has ruined us. Jessica was talking to me about it, and she was like, "It's she's like, I think I have Shondaland PTSD." She was like, "We." I think she said, "You guys are watching Masters of the Air," and she was like, "They're just flying yes. a plane." I'm like, "Plane's gonna explode." Plane. I was like, "Well, that's it, what it, it is. could explode because." They're in a war. It might yeah. explode. <laughs> Things weren't going great in that time, if I yeah. remember correctly. Masters of the Air is a great show, though. Yeah, you... I've heard mixed reviews. Um, Michael does want to watch it because he loves Band of Brothers, and it's by the same people. I haven't watched Band of Brothers yet. Michael will lose his mind if you tell him that. He will well, definitely want to watch it with you. I'm going to wait to watch that. Until when we visit you guys, I'll tell him I'll, I'll watch the first episode with him. Um, I heard that someone who really likes Band of Brothers say that Masters of the Air just desperately wants to be Band of Brothers. And it's not, which I think is like a common thing with like when a showrunner kind of does another show in a, in the similar wheelhouse. Um, but again, I haven't watched it. I don't know. I know the cast is amazing. I know. And I do know people that are enjoying it. So <clears throat> different people like different things. It's fine. I oh, shit. Sorry, <laughs> just fucking knocking my microphone everywhere. Uh, I I really like the show, but I I think I was hoping for more action, mm. just a little bit more action. So let's talk about Christina and Teddy first. Man, this is a roller coaster for mm-hmm. me. 
Because it starts where Christina's like, hey, I didn't mean it. And Teddy's like, Teddy's like, okay, whatever. Fuck off. Fine. We're good. But clearly doesn't mean it. Clearly doesn't mean Neither of them do. Well, apparently. Christina well, Christina means it means... until she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Take it away. Take, start us off with how you want to talk about Christina. Well, her and Teddy are watching the thing with Bailey and Christina's like, listen about what I said. Like, I shouldn't have said it. I didn't mean it. And she's like, oh, when you offered to trade Owen like a racehorse, like a stale sandwich out of your lunchbox, <laughs> you didn't mean that. Very mean girls. Like Christina's trying to be sincere. And uh, Teddy's like, and Christina's well, so like, so is Teddy. Was- she's just being a sincere a-hole. <laughs> Mm, yeah teddy is not i don't want her i'm not even mad at teddy i am of course you are well i just think let someone apologize i know no one on this show knows how to do it technically christina uh, never apologizes though she says it was thoughtless she said she didn't mean it i mean she doesn't have to apologize to teddy she has to apologize to owen um, why would she apologize to Teddy? She didn't do anything to Owen. No, she but she did if it I, to Teddy about Owen. If I say something shitty to someone else about you, I should apologize to you. Well, not if they never knew. Which she ultimately does find out. He finds out. Yeah, because Teddy sucks in this episode. Yeah, Teddy's kind of wild. Teddy cannot decide which side of the fence she is going to lay down on. Um, so yeah, they go back and forth and she's like, it's fine when it clearly is not fine. Teddy, nope. don't tell a lie. Um, and so then they go the, this whole episode is posing the question do you pick the the, the pat your passion or like being in love with like in a relationship? The passion or the person? That's very well done. Very well said. Um, and Christina tells Meredith what she did. <laughs> I love this scene. Because <laughs> Meredith's like, I understand you, but other people don't. So you cannot say things like that in the world. Christina's like, mm, I don't understand. And Meredith's like, mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't talk about it. She says, bottle that shit up, Christina, because only I can handle your crazy, apparently. She's like, don't tell people their babies are ugly. They already know it. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was crazy. Yeah, that was funny. That's a funny analogy. But also, I don't think people really ever think their own baby is ugly. I don't know. Like, also, I've really not ever met an ugly baby. I've met babies who are wildly cute, but I've never met a baby who I'm like, oh, kid looks like a pug. <laughs> Try to imagine a baby that looks like a pug now. Pug baby. Also, wait, who did who did we offend by hating on Dachshunds and? Was it Casey? Kaylee? K. 
I gotta look this up. Someone in the Discord uh, has has a dog that is a dachshund and a uh, chihuahua mix, and we really did not mean to deeply offend you. It was Callista. Yeah. Sorry, Callista. <laughs> oh wait, nope, it wasn't no, Callista. Callista. Callista was giving us the update. We're glad everyone's okay with the puppies. Who was it that we were? It was Casey. Sorry, Casey. <laughs> So, well, Casey and Callista, we're sorry. Everybody, we suck. Everybody, we're, we are we're so sorry. We're very tired. Yeah. It's very late at night. Um, okay. Now, the the scene where it gets kind of really wild when with this whole topic of the passion of the person. So Meredith ends up getting this Whipple surgery, which is a, whole, a part of a whole other conversation. And with Weber and Jackson and they're in the room and they're they're all kind of working and they're they're discussing like, okay, well, would you would you do the would you choose surgery or would you choose love? Mm. And everyone is trying to decide. Jackson's like, give me fucking both, dude, which is the correct. Why do I have to pick? Right. (laughs) And they're like, we just have to. Yeah. If you had to choose, if you had to choose. It's, it's annoying when people are like, you can't have it all. Well, you can if you work hard. I mean, you can't yeah. have it all and it all be easy. You have to work really hard. But it's yeah. doable. And you can have a little bit of everything, which is all. But you can't have everything in, in existence. You can't have surgery, Teddy, and Owen, apparently. <laughs> But then, so this multiple times in this episode, they've stopped talking when Izzy walked in. Yeah. Not even, they're not even pretending to be like chill about it. She does have a pretty cold line though, because basically, uh, Christina pushes Meredith to where she's like, fine, fucking surgery. All right, dude, shut the fuck up. And then Izzy says, surgery is just a job. It's the thing you come home, come home from, from, not what you come home to. to. Yeah, which I do like that line and that concept. Yeah, yeah if, you, sh- if you lose your job, you get another one because there's always another one. But if you, you lose your love, then suddenly nothing else matters. And Jackson goes, this is what you guys talk about during lunch? Yeah, and Alex such goes, a downer. Them. Love comes and goes, surgery doesn't which yes it does surgery also comes and goes you could lose your hands (laughs) your hands could get chopped off or eaten by a fish so specific (laughs) (laughs) so so specific been so watching a lot of fishing and so specific (laughs) i've been watching a lot of fishing videos and i saw a dude he got a swordfish up to his boat and the 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 line snapped, so he jumped in to grab the swordfish. I cannot imagine caring about something that much. Other than, like, <laughs> my kids. <laughs> right. I'll jump in for some kids. That's like, when they were talking about, like, oh, it's just a job. Like, I'm like, yeah, I've never loved a job that much. I would love to have loved a job that much. I've had jobs that were lovable, but were fucked up by the people in charge of them, which I feel like is how it happens. Lovable but jobs ruined by unlovable people. Yeah, so I, like, cannot relate, but I've not had a job where 
the job is my passion. Like I'm not doing my passion as work. So I cannot relate. Do not dream of labor. <laughs> What's your dream I, job? I don't dream of labor. Yeah. I think having, having the other, the other guy, uh, the singer in this episode for me did help kind of bring some of, I mean, of he was a douchebag. He was, he was, a, he was a dickhead. Uh, but it does help put some of that into perspective. If I had to choose between you have a child. Okay. Hold on. You didn't even let me finish what I was going to say. Okay. If I had to choose between love and I could never play another note or sing another note of music again in my life, I, I would pick music. That's shitty. That's a shitty thing to say. Don't tell Jessica that. I will. I will tell Jessica that. However, that's, this is different because I would now choose my family over music. If but I'm not, not married, if the family is different, sing, like if I'm in Christina's shoes, I'm picking surgery. They're not married and she doesn't have a family. Meredith is now married. Alex and Izzy are married. I mean, also, but Derek and Meredith are just post-it married. I still don't understand this. <laughs> You're really going to have to get over it because it's really, they're married. Just, that's it. Just, that's this is what I have to deal with forever. Married. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. They're married. Post it. <laughs> uh, so the the family piece is what changes it. Okay. Because if it but was if you are married and you don't have a family, like if you are just married, do you? I pick, would have to. You have relationship. I would have to or do you really music. I would have to really really think about it. This is. A, but I would pick the relationship. Part? Where Meredith was like, don't say these things. <laughs> this is, that's where we're at right No, I now. said, I said, I would, I would have to really think about it. Why? Music has been in my life before Jessica. And if anything ever happens to Jessica, music will still be a part of my life. That's why I'd have to think about it. I said, though, I would pick the relationship. I would pick the marriage. Yeah, I just think you're wrong. <laughs> so I should pick music. No, I think you're wrong about your priorities. But I just said I'd pick the relationship. So you think I should? But pick why music? would you have to think about it? It shouldn't I just be hard. Well, it, it but it is hard. You can still listen to music. You can still sing in your car all you fucking want. Okay, you have to pick between your husband, just your, not your kids, just your husband, and you never even get to look or pet another dog in your entire life. That doesn't even make. That's not the same. Oh. So okay. No, I, okay. I I will do it if you can find something that's actually comparable. What do you, if you have? Tell that's me comparable? I can never pet a dog. That's fine. I would pick Michael. What do you have in your life that you're comp- that, that you care about? My family, my friends, sleeping. <laughs> okay, your family or sleep? Well, I would die. <laughs> oh, Carmen, who would you pick? Jessica or breathing? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Hey, fuck you, pal. <laughs> I'm not your dumbass, buddy. I'm not your buddy guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not your guy, Gaylord. All right. Got to go to the BK Lounge and get a chicken sandwich now. We're bringing it back to Dane Cook days. We should take a pause. Okay. We should take a pause for a message from our sponsors. We've talked about Grey's Anatomy and none. We've. (laughs) (laughs) 
If you're listening at home. I'm so sorry, Clara. <laughs> I don't you apologize. Know, I'm not sorry for Clara. I'm sorry to everybody else, though. All right. No, that's fair. Uh, okay. If you are on YouTube, which these will be on YouTube eventually, I'm keeping all the files. We're just going to be dancing. And if you're not on YouTube and you're listening on the podcast apps, here's a message from Picture our regional sponsors. Dancing. One of the best things about finishing a great book is knowing that you have another one ready to go in your to be read pile. With Book of the Month, you can make sure that your to be read pile stays stocked and ready to go. Each month, you can use the app to select from five to seven titles vetted and curated by the team at Book of the Month, focusing specifically on debut authors and early releases. If you can't choose just one, you can always upgrade and add more from your selection. And if that TBR pile starts to get a little too tall, you can skip as many months as you need to give yourself a little extra time to catch up on what you have. Personally, I am a huge fan of suspense and psychological thrillers, so I was very excited to see multiple books on the selection list for May that fit that description. I selected two different titles, both of which are set in Washington State, just like our favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I thoroughly enjoyed The Return of Ellie Black, the first thriller novel from Amiko Jean, and have Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch ready to read on my road trip next week. Right now, you can sign up for Book of the Month and use code PEDALS to get your first book for only $5. That's code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, to get your first book for only $5. Watch out for that blue box at your door and get your TBR pile stocked and ready. And we are back. Wonderful. All right. You could stop dancing. Pick dancing or love. Dancing or family. Love. <laughs> okay. All right. Fucking for real. So, uh, let's focus. <laughs> Guys, it's okay. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna share that. Share that news. Um. Okay, <laughs> Christina. Oh. Uh, Christina is at the end. She's so she's talking to Teddy, and there's a whole rigmarole that happens within this. But basically. Christina goes to Teddy and is like, see, dude, you fucking get it. Yeah. You pick surgery over love. That dude did not want to live without his gift, and you get that. And then the thing you want you want to you want to talk, talk about what happens after that. <laughs> no, I was waiting. You were doing it, so I just thought. You oh, were doing okay, it. all right. I, I mean, I'll so, do so, it. I, I have yeah, the transcript. Tell me, what tell me what's, yeah, tell me, 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 tell me. When she says, I want to be great and I want to learn uh, from you. I choose surgery over a guy. I'm not going to apologize for it, especially to you. You didn't have to save his lung. The right thing would have been to remove it. But the patient was clear that he didn't want to live without his gift. And you get that. I choose my gift. I want to be great. And I want to learn from you. I choose my gift. <sighs> Which Teddy takes as an indication to go get drunk and say mean things about Owen's ex-fiance <laughs> and then yeah. tell tell him what Christina said poor Beth not even there Honestly, to defend herself and like I just think it's rude to say someone has no ambition because they want to be a mom or a parent in general like it's not like she said as soon as we get married I'm gonna be a like a housewife and just drink martinis at 10 a.m <clears throat> like i just as someone who parents it's it is a job 
and you are yeah. wildly underpaid for it. It's a vo- it's a volunteer work. It's volunteer work. <laughs> volunteer position. Uh, it's one of those things where you, you need experience. Get hours. You need experience, but you get nothing in return for your volunteer volunteer yeah. work. Uh, no, it's it's true. Like Jessica the other day was having a rough go of. Um, yes, we were having a hard time on Sundays. Yeah, Marla was being a little turd bird. So, yeah, I yeah. So she she's shitting on her. What else is what else she, does she say and and do to Teddy to to Owen? In oh, this and bar? then she goes okay. Once you guys were married, she was done. She was done teaching. She was just going to start making babies. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, does Owen know you have like zero ambition? And then there's Christina. There's Christina, who is exactly the opposite. It would actually be funny if it was just if it wasn't just so not funny. I mean, I get it. She's beautiful and talented and kind of amazing. She's she's right. I get her. I get her. But she was willing to trade you for me. If I stayed, she said I could have you. This is not the move, Teddy. Yeah, yeah that was, that's one of the thoughts you got to keep inside. You just got to not share those. This is like things. confusing because they're like, "Oh, we're best friends. We're best friends," but they haven't talked. Like she didn't even know that he wasn't with Beth anymore. Because uh, there's part of me that's like, "Oh, you know, if Jessica came to me and was like, I think I'm gonna trade Carmen for a new car or something." weird shit like that better be a damn good car <laughs> i would be like i feel maybe obligated to tell carmen that that you've said this to me because we're actively best friends but i'm right. also actively best friends with her so maybe i wouldn't if there was someone that i was actively best friends with them and their spouse or partner said something to me and i didn't know the spouse or partner that well then maybe but like I've questioning their friend Teddy and Owen's friendship because they like haven't been in contact. Like, yeah, he got her this job, but they clearly aren't in contact. She didn't know about Christina. She didn't know about Beth. She didn't know the whole thing where he like hadn't even told his mom that he was back. Like, I don't know. It's just like really bizarre. And Hunt's never even. He's all, she's also clearly doing it for the wrong reason. She's only telling him because she wants him. Yeah. She's trying to to break up with Christina. Yeah. Here's the thing. Owen has never actively choked Teddy, so I don't even think he cares about her. Truly. You can't really that's, love someone without choking That's how choking he them. shows his love, apparently. Love, love language Although is choking. The, the, like, the kissing is so aggressive with Owen. So, like, so I aggressive. I don't like it. It's not, I don't it's enjoy scary. looking at it. It's unpleasant. I'm like, this is a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Like the so they, just it's too grabby. Yeah. And it's and like, it's like I'm like, can she even breathe? Like you're removing the oxygen so. from her body. Yeah. Just a big old face sucker. It's like really I don't like it. <laughs> when she says when she when they are at the bar and she's like, if I stayed, you could have me. And I'm like First off, he would need to make that choice. It's like people are making a lot. They're basing a lot of these. There's a lot of assumptions happening. Well, too. She's telling him that that's what Christina said. Right. Okay. So, but when Hunt goes to Christina and he's clearly drunk and he's like, you make me sad and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. I'm like, where is this going? Uh, kind of confused. Do you have the, you have the dialogue for that? 
Yeah. Do you have what he says? Yeah. Let me get back over here. But he is fighting <sighs> for her. He is. He's actively like, dude, we fucking matter, girl. Come on. Yeah, get okay. your head out of the fucking gutter. You make me sad. You think that surgery is going to make you feel. You think that a successful career is going to make you happy. You think you know things. You know things and nothing else matters. No one else matters. People do matter. I matter. We matter. So you don't get to toss me aside. I won't let you. Which I do. Like, I appreciate the fact that he's communicating. Right. He's not keeping this to himself and like feeling resentful. Like he's immediately going to her and he doesn't say Teddy told me, but like clearly clearly she told him he's making that note yeah. to Christina. Yeah. He knows that she said this thing. So he goes to her and tells her that and she's she doesn't really fight back. She's I think she is coming to realize that she can have both. She's not in a position where she has to choose and so making herself choose is stupid. Well, especially because Teddy's at least fulfilling out the end of her contract. Right. So, and Teddy, while making poor choices, has not seemed 100% vindictive at work. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's not, like, taking things out on Christina in the workplace setting. Other than when she gave her the cow pig lady. Yeah, but that was more, that was, like, funny. That was not, like, I'm going to tank your career. I'm going to make you suffer a little bit. So, um... The other, I, uh, I like that he says that we matter and the, the tossing aside thing. I like that he's telling her how she feels, but it is, you know, Owen has a lot of flaws as a character in general. Mm -hmm. Like he's not a perfect person. Right. He's, he could use a phone call to miles and get some advice on some things. (laughs) Right. Shout out. Shout out. Perfect person podcast. But the thing that I like is I think of Derek and Alex probably would have taken that knowledge and later on thrown it back in Christina's face and be like, well, what does it even matter? Because you don't care about me. You wanted to trade me for fucking surgery, bitch. And he goes up to her. He's like, he's like, I'm going to tell you exactly how it is because I'm putting my emotions out there. Right. Owen is an emotional person. He wears his thoughts on his sleeve and he doesn't have time to like, he, he held, he laid on a dude with his organs exploding to keep him alive in the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not phasing him, the passive-aggressive stuff, and I like right. that. Yeah. I like Owen. I like Owen Hunt. He's he's doing more work, more self-work than everyone else on this show Anyone. <laughs> Meredith did a lot, though. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Meredith did. Meredith, Meredith did, did a lot. She put in some work, too. She you stopped, can though. <laughs> um... So, yeah, it's just, um, I appreciate, well, I just, my point was that I appreciate Owen being, like, not letting it fester. He's immediately like, no, we're not doing this. Like, I love you. You love me. I know that. So, like, that's what we're going to do. You can't, I, I will say I'm kind of when he's like, you think a successful career will make you happy. It might. Some people can be fulfilled just with a career. Not everyone yep. needs yep. something outside of work. I don't, I wouldn't say that that's the norm. I would not say that people are built to survive that way. I would say if I had to make it like a generalization, I would say people are meant to live together and like have partnerships and friendships and relationships. Um, but that doesn't mean all of them need that. 
if your cup can solely be filled by doing one thing, good for you. Um, so I got a lot of cups. (laughs) Bury me with this weighted dinosaur. (laughs) I got a cup full of weighted dinosaurs. Who said that? You said that. Did I say bury me with with this weighted dinosaur? Yes. Uh, Last week we were fucking funny. That was a funny funny episode. But then we recorded so many days before it came out that when people were messaging us after the episode came out, I was like, I don't even remember having a conversation about that. Yeah. I still, I'll be driving in the car and I'll laugh to myself and I'll go, Sloan, Sloan, Sloan. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Sloan, Sloan. By the Sloan, Sloans. Sloan. For the Sloans. <laughs> I think I would also like to talk next, speaking of Sloan, um, about our favorite Hottest, most beautiful, and smartest lesbians in the whole world. Callie and Arizona. Okay. I literally could not love this relationship more. Yeah. Not only, first off, Callie has the adult chicken pox. <laughs> which which is, sucks. I don't even want to think. You had chicken pox, yes? Yeah, I had it as a kid. Yes. When I was like four. Emily like never had it. She got the vaccine... And she got like two pox after the vaccine. I don't. Did she still has them to this day? You had it, right? Did you I, have it? I had it. So yeah, the had vaccine. Yeah. So we looked this up because when Michael started going back to school so he can sit for the CPA, he had to get the chicken pox vaccine because it wasn't on his records. And they took his blood to see if he had had the vaccine. And they were like, well, you probably have had it, but like there's not enough of this in your blood. So you have to go get it again. And he was like, well, surely I had it. And my dad was like, no, you probably didn't have it because it didn't come out until you guys were like six or seven. So he was like, we took Kelsey to a chicken pox party. Whoa, what the fuck? This existed in the 80s and 90s, where if basically one kid would have chicken pox, they would tell like all the parents of the kid like in their like daycare class or something. And they would just get them together and then that way they could all have the chicken pox. And like, it's not like, you know, something that's lasting for like months at a time. Like it's just everyone gets it and then we're done because there's like treatment for it. But there wasn't the vaccine yet. Like the va- I looked it up because Michael was like, that's wrong. And I think the vaccine came like, um, like commonplace, like given out in like 95 or 96. So it's like a- after oh. the time that we were little. I mean, we were still young. We just weren't little. Yeah. Because, yeah, now there's a fucking measles outbreak. I don't have time for this, you guys. I cannot no, do get a your vaccines, outbreak. guys. <sighs> or like shingles. Just please. Just get the fucking take the needle. Well, shingles get is pr- just shingles is common in old people because, but it's the same as it's the same virus as chickenpox. Well, but that's that's no, um, it's the same virus as herpes. No, I think your chicken po- chicken box. If you don't get it as a kid, you you run the risk of getting shingles as an adult, and that shit can kill you. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I because think most people I think who get it, it are, are really old. But it's usually people who had never had chicken pox, because it's basically like getting chicken pox as a fucking senior citizen. Yeah. So no, anyways, anyone we- who has had chicken pox may develop shingles. Oh, okay. 
It is measles are a totally different thing. Mm. Yeah, that's really stressing me out because for the shot for measles, you have to get it as a booster over like four years. So I think Scarlett just got her last one, which means Bennett does not have them all. And I don't want him to get the measles. Yeah, that like can kill you. Yes. So yeah. please don't let your kids get the measles and then run around to other kids. Yeah. I get nervous <sighs> because Marlo also like we're we our daycare is in like a fairly affluent area and it's typically yeah. these fucking affluent people white people who think they know better and they're just fucking idiots and they're dumb. Get your <laughs> vaccines. I don't need your 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 green goddess to help <laughs> your your drink is going to keep away measles just get the shots also this is, <sighs> this is the whole thing but like i just people are like oh big pharma this big pharma that like yes big pharma sucks and they're like taking advantage of us but like let's not be over here thinking that the people who are pushing all these supplements aren't trying to profit off of the same fear they're doing the same thing as big pharma yeah there's shit in your supplements that isn't growing out of the ground either. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's a whole, this is another thing. Anyways, so <laughs> we get Callie. Callie is uh, in the, uh, the, the, the room watching the chemo, the chemo, the hot chemo lavage that Bailey's doing. And she's like, oh, good. Bailey saw me. I can leave now. And then she's like, I got a headache. And Arizona is like, I got a cure for a headache. <laughs> it's not coffee because it's my tongue. It's a fucking sex time. And <sighs> I love, I love that. That is, yes. Anytime you have a headache, anytime you're feeling sick, just go bone. Just do it. But the way that Arizona is like, Callie, you're hot. And Bailey's like, or Callie's not, not Bailey. Bailey's busy. Um, but Callie's like, oh, you're hot. And Arizona's like, no, no, dude, like you're actually hot. Like warm, like fever. Yeah, you have a fever. And also you have chicken box. <laughs> um, and then they quarantine her. Poor Callie. Poor sweet Callie is quarantined. Yeah. Uh <sighs> Let's Take off my gauze paws. I think about that all the time. Not only is the line funny, but the delivery is hilarious. Take off my gauze paws. <laughs> <laughs> also, take off my gauze paws. <laughs> oh, so good. I love it. Okay. God bless Callie. She has the measles. I mean, she has the chicken pox. She has the measles. I'm really concerned about the measles, guys. Also, I saw an article that said some guy in Oregon got bubonic plague from his cat. I can't do this again. I'll get I rid can't of my cat do right this now. Again. How is Phasma? She's good. She I need to get her the groomer that we took her to. Yeah. She no long they no longer do cats. So I have to oh. find somewhere else to shave my pussy. Wish you hadn't said that to me. <laughs> I know you, you don't like the word. I really don't. Puss. Uh, God damn. My cat needs uh, a, a, a trim. Very, but she's starting to get matted in a couple spots. Yeah, she does get matted. She's so floofed. She is so floofed. I think I'll get her lion lion cut before you get here. Please. That was one of 
the most shocked moments of my entire life. <laughs> I have never. My favorite is that Michael is like, I thought Phasma died when you said that. Because <laughs> I said, what happened to Phasma? Oh. With such loud and aggressive that he was downstairs and he was like, Phasma died. Did they get Phasma? Is Phasma is Phasma like stuffed on the countertop? Like they thought <laughs> that Phasma had died and you guys had had her stuffed and mounted. And I had just found out because of the way I reacted to that haircut. That was my, that was my dream. My dream with Grievous and Jessica never got on board. Yeah. That's a lot of space he takes up. Yeah. But I was thinking it would be, it would be like in scrubs where they have their dog that's stuffed, but he's standing. So he walks yeah. around with them. But he still takes up a lot of space in Grievous. Yeah. We saw I may, we saw the other day at PetSmart when we were doing training um, a German Shepherd, but he was like white and gray. But I, my, Michael was like, I think it's a husky. And I was like, you only think that because it's white. Because I could tell by the the hair and the or the fur and the way his tail was laying. I was like, mm. that's a little German Shepherd. It could be just a white sable. <sighs> it was a German Shepherd. The trainer no, talked to the lady. Yeah. Oh, so, so what? It was just a white sable yeah. German Shepherd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I want I want another Jeremy Sheppy. I, I just miss him. I, I haven't even brought myself too. to go pick up his ashes yet. Do you want me to do it when I'm there? No, no. We could go together though. Hmm. I don't want to see you cry again for that long. I won't. I'm I'm I just haven't I'll be good. All right. I Anyways, know, I th- when I went to pick up Felix's ashes, I cried a lot. And I thought I had already finished all my crying. <sighs> Fine. I won't do it. I definitely won't do it before we go do our pictures and our videos. Grace Academy. And I'm your host, Carmen. Guys, can you tell that we're tired tonight? Because we have talked about Grace for like maybe 20 minutes. And this episode's <clears throat> been almost an hour long already. I'm in the make a suit out of someone so else's skin kind we're of gonna pain. Have to, we're going to have to drop the disclaimer at the front of this episode that it's unhinged. Like, I'm so sorry. Nah, <laughs> we are not funny. on it tonight. We got this. We got this. Uh, okay, let's, fin- let's finish. Mark comes back. Yes. And They're best friends. I love their best friendship. Yeah. And he takes before, care of Callie. He's like, I've had it. No worries. Sorry, what? Before what? Before that. Callie is like dying. Yeah. And Lexi says, well, hey, just so you know, like I had sex with Alex. So we're so neither I'm of us are also fine. in pain. And <laughs> she's <Callie's> like, like <laughs> I have pox between my butt cheeks. <laughs> I knew you'd love that one. It was a good one. I wrote that down. Um. So then Mark comes back and he tells her that he slept with Cal or Callie, that he slept with Addison. And then she's burdened with the knowledge of both. Um, so she tells him to lie to Lexi and then he does not take her advice. (laughs) No. The second he sees Lexi, he tells her. Which I have so many feelings about that scene. Oh yeah. Do you want to get into it? Let's finish, let's finish up, uh, Callie and, and Mark here. So he's like, he's being kind. He's rubbing. It's, it's not like. Sexual, it's truly no, you're my friend. Platonic. They're platonic. just maintaining their platonic friendship. But this is where Arizona's like, I that should be me. I'm and a liar. <laughs> I I just want 
to think Callie is hot all the time, so I'm not <laughs> going to go in there and scratch her pox. Like, I'm not going to comfort her. And that was kind of a weird scene. I was like, I get it a little bit, but I don't know. Chicken pox, you just can't control that. It's yeah, fine. It's just not that big a deal. I want to stay in the sexy part of things. I get it, but like... And then they say he makes everything look sexy, which... It's not wrong. He does. Yeah. He's... I will say, though, also on the top of, of sexy people, when they're having the lunch together and they're all talking about surgery or relationships and Jackson's in there and Christina goes, why the hell is he in here? And it closes up on him eating a carrot and like he has this little smirk. And I was like, this man is so attractive that it is distracting me. I don't even know wow. how you can focus on this podcast. I mean, honestly, like thinking about it now, I'm like, I can see. I was it talking about head. me. So, no, not even oh. a little bit. Oh, interesting. <sighs> not that you're ugly. Just oh, not, this is okay. Not, it's oh, not for me. Okay, no, that's backtracking. You see this, guys? She just basically said that she hates being my friend. Well, I did not say that. So. <laughs> uh, but we get a full arc. Arizona goes to Cali in the end. Mm-hmm. She chooses She's, love. She still doesn't tell her that she was lying, but that's fine. No, no, that's, you don't, you don't need, you don't need to just be like, you I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't get the pox. I'm it's good immune system. of medicine. <laughs> uh, all right. I think, yes, let's end this episode with talking about Mark and Lexi. So, I, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mark tells Lexi that he slept with Addison and she's like, thank God. Now I don't have to feel guilty about sleeping with Alex. And he's like, how fucking dare you sleep with Alex after breaking up with me? And she's like, he's, I was hurting. She goes, you weren't hurting. You were sleeping with Addison. She's like, yeah, cause you broke up with me. You left me. I can't even look at you right now. Calm down. <sighs> Jesus, you weren't together. She didn't cheat on you. You were on a break. You invited a child and a baby to move in with to your home without asking her first. Yeah. She was in the right. Yeah. I have a really hard scene, hard time with that scene because just I like Mark as a character. Sloan is dope. Yeah. But this was not a good look. He nope. high roads her. In the worst way, in the worst possible way, yeah. to the point where he's like, just get out of my fucking sight, you bag of pond scum. Like, I don't it was harsh and it was mean. And yeah. so what? Like mm -hmm. you she didn't even really break up with you. She said, I think our relationship is just ended. Yeah. Like what? What was the what was the solve? Because just seconds before that, he said that he was choosing his daughter over her. Yeah. I think he broke up with her. <laughs> like, <sighs> I don't like this. This is not yeah. cool. Yeah, it's. I'm not on team not, Mark for this one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It's not. I don't find him to be in the in the right here. It is ironic that both of them had sex with someone they both have already had sex with before, though. It's recycling. It's recycling. It's Good ergonomically friendly. <laughs> yeah. For the environment. 
Um, not ergonomically. You're fuck. That was stupid. It's. <laughs> ergonomic it's I not ergonomic anything, but thank, thank you. you it's not ergonomic um, anyways so yeah i'm so not yeah, i'm she's not like, on we cancel on each one. other out we won't be mad at each other it's fine and he's like not true i've never been angrier at anybody ever how dare you don't even think about me i'll never look at you again you dumb whore and then he leaves so and poor lexi is just standing there yeah yeah if there was any chance of them getting back together, it's out the window now. I'm predicting officially they are done. They oh, are no longer ever together. I predict that Lexi and Mark are done. <laughs> <laughs> Dunzo. Goodness. Okay. Well, what's what's the other thing we should do right now? We should um, take a break. And then when we come back, we'll start with everyone's favorite segment. 